Hey folks, Andrew Packer here, and welcome to Trading Tips. Now, I've learned a lot of things over the years putting my own money to work and watching things rise and fall and making money and, yeah, sometimes losing money. And one of the things that I've noticed is that when you have a sector or an area that was really hot and then it had a big bust and it goes down over 70-80% from its peak, you actually get a pretty good buying opportunity out of that. And there are a lot of examples out there. For instance, technology stocks in 2000. Big move up, huge drop from the peak. A lot of companies went bankrupt, but the companies that survived, your companies like Amazon and Microsoft, they went on to become you know, huge big winners for investors. And then you had other companies that survived that weren't public at the time that became big winners later on, like Google. So when you look at a position like that, you know, great. You can make a lot of money just finding something that's gone bust that everyone wants to get out of. Earlier in the year, uh, cryptocurrencies reached a point where they'd fallen about 70 to 80% from their previous all-time highs as well. And you know, this was a long, drawn-out process. And if you're just looking to trade short-term, you probably would have just stayed away from the sector for a very long time. But once you got to that point where it pulled back and Bitcoin got down to around 3,500 from a peak of about 19,000, it shot up and it got up to around 9,000. It's pulled back a little bit from there, but it's more than doubled off the lows because what happens when something falls 75 to 80%? It becomes so oversold that it becomes a little bit of a value, even if there isn't necessarily you know, a sense that it's going to continue to grow as a sector. But there's one sector that is growing right now that has also had this big, huge pullback recently, and that sector is the pot stocks. That's right, marijuana. Illinois recently uh, joined the growing ranks of states that are allowing the recreational use of pot and CBD oil and all of those other ancillary products that are coming out based on cannabis. Now, the Illinois example is a little interesting because the state legislature actually voted to do it, whereas most states so far have always put it on a referendum. It's weird that uh, we go and elect our representatives and then they just sort of turn around on issues like pot and kick it back to we the people instead of you know, doing the job we're supposed to be, they're supposed to be doing and that we the taxpayers pay them to do. But it's great to see this, this development going on because with so many pot stocks coming out and with so many states legalizing marijuana, what's happened has been a classic example of speculation. You could see a lot of companies going up, up, up simply because they were producing marijuana or because they were preparing to produce. And even a couple of companies that decided just to announce that they would in the future consider doing it just to get a little pop in their shares. And then of course what happened was a big pullback. And a big reason why is because of oversupply with so many new companies and with so many people trying to gauge this market and trying to grab their share like, like a gold rush, you just had too many people trying to do too many things at once. So we're at a stage right now where we're at this classic pullback stage where it looks like we could get a pretty good bounce out of this. And of course, we're going from a, a place where a lot of people are still skeptical about it. This has been an illegal drug for a very long time, but look what happened with alcohol. We had the 18th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution banning alcohol. It became illegal. And what happened? People who were very good at doing things illegally became the main producers of that product. That kept the price high and it kept the supply limited. And when we had the 21st Amendment, the only constitutional amendment to overturn a previous amendment to the Constitution and make alcohol sales legal again, you know, the reverse happened. We had that same oversupply with alcohol and people were able to drink legally again, so the price plummeted. But if you had been invested in spirit companies over the long term, even after that happened, you would have seen tremendous returns because, well, to some extent, the spirit companies became brands. You don't necessarily drink beer, you drink 
Bud Light. You don't necessarily drink, you know, whiskey. You don't necessarily just drink wine. You have your specific brand preferences, and there are a myriad of those types of companies out there. And there's still that opportunity coming up in this cannabis and pot market. So looking at some of the companies that have had some big drops, uh, one that's really caught my eye is Tilray, ticker T-L-R-Y. It's one we've looked at before, but I mean, in the past year, this is a company that has traded between $20 a share and $300 a share when it was at that peak. And it's come back down all the way to 40, so it's given up this huge amount of uh, the profits that it had over, you know, almost 90% in this case. Uh, I think that makes it a tremendous particular buying opportunity. And just looking at sort of the rest of the market and looking at some of these other areas that, that people are looking at right now related to pot stocks, uh, we should probably talk a little bit about the tobacco companies because the tobacco companies have a long-term sales decline. You have people who are much more health conscious and you know, smoking trends are down, but you also have a situation where you know the government gets a lot of revenue from these companies, but they still manage to make a lot of money per pack, even without advertising, even without, you know, just sort of having that out there anymore. So we're going to reach a situation where the tobacco companies might be interested in this space. Now, they said they haven't at the moment really considered doing that. I think they might later on in the future, just looking at some of the trends there. And some of these tobacco companies have actually started to whipsaw a fair amount lately. So not my kind of thing. I'm not a smoker, you know, not too interested in it. But you look at these companies like Philip Morris, Altria, just the big names in the space. There aren't that many names. Uh, you kind of have the same situation that you, you have, you know, maybe with Tilray, where there's, there's an investment opportunity going forward, although it's obviously not as extreme. So when we look at what's going on with this market, when we look at the opportunity here, and when we just look at the simple fact that there is this big, huge pullback and that markets, whether it's an individual stock, whether it's a sector or the overall market, there's this reversion back to the mean, and we've had a huge oversell at this point, it looks like there's some pretty good opportunities going, going forward. Now, of course, one final word of warning, there are a ton of companies in this space that I'm just not going to bother to mention because they're very small, they're not profitable, and they have really no plans to be profitable. And even though Tilray still isn't you know, making money yet, it is making a revenue. It's not quite profitable, but it's getting there. And it's one of the bigger players and more established ones in the space. And that's where you want to start off. Just like if you were buying cryptocurrencies, you would want to start with Bitcoin and sort of work your way down to some of the, the, the smaller ones out there. Just build your portfolio that way if you're interested and just take advantage of this reversion to the mean because once it starts flipping, it's going to give you some big profits. And once you have big profits, you're going to be able to take some of those and buy the next asset class that's doing the same big sell-off and has already sold off so much from whatever its last highs were. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer wishing you good trading and good financial health.